Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, and yes, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Um, how are we all? Yeah, good. good. Yeah, good, mate. Happy I'm Monday. tired. Yeah, fucking tired. Fucking so tired. tired. It's a good day when you're tired, I'm tired, and the boss is tired, because we're yeah. like, we go home early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was hard very, to put a show together. Though. Everyone gets it. It was Yikes. very hard. It was very hard. Uh, hey, um, we've got something fun for the podcast, by the way. What's it's that? Like something we haven't done in a while. Um, we did a phone topic uh, this morning on the show, which you'll hear in the podcast later, about where your pets were stuck. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a third caller, which we didn't get the time to get to. Oh. And I thought she was a fun chat. Her name is Sharon. Um, are we going to give her a call? Are we yeah. going to give her a call? Oh, nice. I thought we'll give her a call. Um, she's at work, but she said she'll answer. Numbers dialed. Are we let's, good to go? Let's see. Let's what go. kind of work are we interrupting? I'm Heart not sure. Surgery. I didn't ask her. We could ask her. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. ask her. I wonder if she is operating right now. She sounds like a fun chat. She had a fun pet. Oh. Hello. Hello, Sharon. Yes. Hey, it's Pete, Matt, and Kimber, and producers Rami and Carrot. Hello, Hi, Sharon. Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Sharon, we're great. Welcome to our podcast. No worries, thank you. you you're on it. Um, are we interrupting you? We believe that you're at work. Ah, uh, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude, Australian way. <laughs> what do you do, Sharon? What do you do? Um, I'm a Aboriginal Community Engagement Officer for a mining company, so... Oh. Up north, yarning to everyone, making sure they're happy and, and stuff like that. Fantastic. Love that. Fantastic. And and are they happy, Sharon? I hope so, because otherwise I'm not doing my job properly. <laughs> 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 well, Sharon, I was telling Pete, Matt and Kimber about what you said to me. Well, I didn't tell them the full extent of it, but basically you were calling in about your pet being stuck somewhere. Um, yes. Two parts of your story surprised me. The pet and where it was stuck. So do you want to tell the guys the story? Okay, so I have a pet snake. He's, he's probably about six or seven years old now, but when he was a baby and about 20 centimetres uh, long, he got out of his enclosure. And my husband is petrified of snakes. <laughs> it has taken me about 16 years to get this snake. And uh, anyhow, I said to him, oh, Bob, his name's Bob. Bob's out. And he goes to me, what do you mean he's out? And I'm like, I can't find him. And he goes, oh, my God. So he took off to my daughter's house. He goes, you've got... F and X amount of time to find the snake. And I searched everywhere. I couldn't find it. And I said to him, oh, look, it must have gone down the drain, you know, and got out. And he's like, oh, okay. And later that night I was sitting in the theatre room and he had gone for a shower. And he's yelling out to me, Sharon, Sharon, come here. And I'm like, what? Because there's something stuck in my hair. Oh, no. And I'm like, what do you mean it's stuck in your hair? Because he's got a mullet hat. And so I go up there. To the shower, to the ensuite sort of thing, and I look and I went, "Oh, good news!" And he says, "What?" I says, "I found the snake." Oh, and he goes, shit. "What? What are you talking about?" And I says, "That's what's entangled in your hair." So obviously it got into his towel to keep warm, and he's gone and rubbed his hair, and it's like hung on for grim death, and just wrapped itself around, oh, <laughs> around his mullet. Isn't that the most Australian story ever? Wow. How did your husband look with hair extensions? Uh, Well, really good. Uh, He doesn't like the Medusa look, though. No, uh, yeah. There were a few choice words and whatnot, and uh, I had to actually cut the mullet to get the uh, snake out, which again badly tangled it was. Yeah, because the more he was rubbing it, the more it was like hanging on for grim death. It was just wrapping itself oh around God. as much hair as he possibly could. The snake rubber. So <laughs> 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 The one on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. 
Sharon, no stranger to our podcast oh, and the fantastic. tone that we use. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it, Sharon. What Thanks kind for of, your call. Yeah. No worries. What oh. kind of snake is it? Is it a python? Is that what, what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's a Stimson's python. It won't oh, hurt anyone, oh, yeah. which I try and convince him, but yeah. How did you get it's it inside good. the house if he's petrified of snakes? Because I want to get a bird at my house, but my partner's my partner hates birds. So how did you convince oh. your partner to allow you to have snake? Oh, a few compromises. <laughs> oh, hello. That sounded dirty. Oh, we really are getting into that side yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. So. That is your love language, Rami. So there you go. Yeah. Good, good news to getting a bird. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to get to their... Uh, Points, That's sort of the thing. one, yeah. yeah. Right. Good on you, Sharon. <laughs> what a cracker. What a cracker. Uh, thanks for chatting to us, Sharon. And you have a bloody wonderful day, mate. I will. Thanks for having a great show too, guys. I really enjoy it on my trip down and back home each day. So, yeah, oh, awesome. Our pleasure. Yeah, our pleasure. Sharon. Thanks now for you spending can, your time with now us. Now you can listen back to yourself on the podcast, share it with your yes. friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they all know the story. <laughs> Take, Take care, care, Sharon. Sharon. Well, have a great day. You, you too. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was better oh, than I thought it was going to be. That was great. great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Was she was great. You know when you talk to some people on the phone, especially in Karen Nye's work, yeah. like when we take callers, sometimes you just, just know. you don't have to hear much from the person, but you're yeah. like, we can talk for about half an hour yeah. and have a good time. Yeah. yeah. That was Sharon. The great fam, They're vibing. Oh, straight off the bat. Good, good on good. You, What else is on the podcast for today, guys? Uh, uh, we had our Monday see. motivation. Yep. Yep. And if uh, that didn't do it for you, Sharon probably did. Um, <laughs> I caught up with Barrett because it's footy season, baby. Footy's back. He's back. Round one. Oh. Let's go. I'm not into footy, but I missed his face. Yeah, it's good to see his He's face. Good Barrett's man. face. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ed Sheeran, we banged on about that all morning because it was a pretty big deal. It was pretty big news. We'll continue banging on about yeah. it. It was yeah. bloody good. Yeah. Uh, where'd your pet get stuck? Mm. Yeah, um, and uh, mate, we heard from the winner of the forty million dollar Powerball. Finally, yes, yeah, salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. Those I, think, people. Yeah. I think you've made everybody realise, Matt, that everyone thinks their dad's won lotto. Yeah, we heard that. And we're like, I think that's my dad. Hundred percent. My dad won lotto and didn't tell me. <laughs> uh, have a ripping day, and here you go. Have a podcast. Love See you. Bye bye. There's a theme going on at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Take a listen to this, Shani. Okay, gorgeous little bitch, Yanny. Yeah. Went missing for four days after running away during a thunderstorm until Rio Tinto workers found her in a dumper dumpster having dodged over 100,000 tons of iron ore for two days straight. How? Miracle. Absolute miracle. Well, they were miracle. pouring iron ore onto the dumpster. Yeah, or- well, that's what they do. They didn't know that Shani was in there. And oh. then they rescued Shani. Now, Shani is a local celebrity uh, up north as we speak in amongst all of this. They've taken her to the pub. It's a new red dog. Shani's been celebrating over the weekend. People getting selfies with Shani at the pub. Got her a cheeky beer, all that sort of stuff. Good on you, Shani. That's unreal. Um, so that's a miracle. This one's a bit of a, a bit of a laugh, really. Story out of Woodvale this morning. <laughs> okay. Um, Fresh. Wang, Wang, hot news. Hot news. Wangara Fire Rescue were called out at 1am to free a pooch. Got their head stuck in a tyre. Oh. Because cause cu- they're curious. They're curious, cheeky little things, our pets. They are. I remember when I had my Jack Russell puppy, Nero, um, he got his head stuck in the pool gate. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Really? In the pool fence. And so I had to, like, push him through. 
Because getting his head, you know, the instinct is to pull them out. Yeah. Uh, to try and get them, get their heads back through. But it was actually so, easier wait, to hang squeeze on a second. his you body. Get him behind, you got behind him and pushed, pushed him all him the through. way through. Is that the secret? Well, because sometimes getting your head out is the problem, right? But once your head's already gone through, you may as well try and squeeze the body through. Right. I thought the secret was calling the Cannington Fire Department. <laughs> no, Dad would never let him cut cut, like, cut the pool gate. Um, Alison in Joondalup has a great story, <laughs> and I know that because it says here from our producers, great story. Oh, Alison, <laughs> hit us with your story where your pet got stuck. Oh, hi, how are you going? Um, I went to wash my car one weekend, and I had the dog with me. So I get to the car wash where you half self-wash it, and uh, anyway, I... So I'll put the keys on the floor so the car's safe and she can't drive it off. I get out the car and I'm squirting the windows and she's chasing each window. It's really, really fun. The next minute she treads on the doorknob, which locks the entire car. And I'm swearing and cursing at her and I'm like, come to mummy, open the door, open the door. Hit it again, jump again. (laughs) And then she proceeded to chew my handbrake. And I'm like, no, and she's chomping away, chomping away. People thought I had a kid locked in the car because I was swearing and cursing. I then had to call the RAC. Then when he's trying to open the window, she's growling at him, trying to go for him. I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) Eventually, we got her out with a chewed handbrake, and the car was half washed and full of soap suds. Oh, wow. I told you, Kim, a fun story. Great story. Fun story. Loved it, Alison. Uh, Heather in Bullsbrook, what do you got for us? Where'd your pet get stuck? (laughs) My pet got stuck in full fence. Uh, oh, <laughs> See, we think we're saving lives, but yeah. honestly, are we? <laughs> well, it, what happened? He was a pet lamb. A lamb? A lamb. And he thought he could just go anywhere he liked, which he could when he was little. Um, and then, of course, you know, he got a big belly and he tried to go through the fence and got stuck. But I was at work. And so when I came home, there he is bleating. And the dogs are behind him going, well, come on, why aren't you coming through? <laughs> <laughs> Heather, so, where'd, you, where'd you pick up a pet lamb? Uh, well, a friend of mine is a shearer, and he, she was, uh, uh, well, he, so I should say, um, was rejected by his mum, and oh. so I took him on at 10 days old. Yeah. And, yeah, no, he's actually gone to a, a, a lovely home. <laughs> is that in uh, inverted commas? That sounded like no, it was no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, we've no. taken he, him up to like, the farm, right. Pete. <laughs> no, he has actually gone to a lovely home. He he's he's now a sheep dog. Oh, cute! Wait, sorry, what? You're, the lamb sh- is now a sheep dog. Yes, his so, class uh, is a sheep dog, and he herds he rounding herds, everyone up. Really? No, he just hangs with the dog. Oh, cute! That's really he's, cute. He's a bit, he's a bit really more domesticated. Yeah, he's very naughty, but he's he's adorable. Oh, lovely! What's his he's name? He does actually uh, break into their house. Yeah, and <laughs> through the door and he goes up to the um cameras and just goes yeah like hello uh, i'm here are you gonna let me in man i need to um, meet this lamb oh, he's gorgeous i, I love need to lamb. meet him uh no more than you love lamb oh why well, it's a different kind of loving i lamb. like them when they're frolicking through paddocks yeah oh, okay that kind of love i do lamb. not love them yeah. on a plate i like them on australia day sunshine lollipops and roses for one particular family in perth absolutely. Eh, Maddie? absolutely in the swan valley as we know the 40 million dollar powerball prize was claimed by the uh, family in the swan valley and this bloke had bought a ticket on a whim like an hour before it was closed and he's been walking around for a week while the rest of Perth is losing it, going, <laughs> where can we get this? 
<laughs> and uh, finally went and checked it, found out that he, he was a $40 million winner and uh, decided to celebrate with a feed of uh, from his local fish and chips. So <laughs> what a legend. Hey, True Blue, don't say you've gone. Has winning $40 million changed me? I, I don't think so. I mean, obviously it's taken away some of those money pressures, but... I don't think it's changed me fundamentally as a, as a person. Excuse me for a moment. Carmel, shut the front door, will you? you got the air con on. There's a nice breeze. Well, then turn the air con off. Think about the bloody polar bears, will you? Now, be fair dinkum. Sorry about that. Yeah, 40 million bucks certainly takes some of the pressure off and things have been tough everywhere. But we're a tight-knit family and over the years we've, we've learned to stretch things out. It's amazing what Carmel can do with a kilo of mince, but has it changed us? Is it standing by your mate? Dad, I'm hungry. When he's in a fight. Well, grab an apple. Can we go to Macca's? I want a sausage and egg McMuffin. Or just Vegemite. We got eggs, we got bread, we got sausages, we got brown sauce. There's no need to go to Macca's. Aw, Dad. Don't you old Dad me. And are you still in the family room? No, you're not, so turn out the lights. Hey, True Blue. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty much the same. Oh. We're the same people we were before the 40 mil. It's just that these days when we get fish and chips, uh, I can get a couple of scallops and a pickled onion on top. But that's life, isn't it? Some days it's pole court tuna sashimi and other days it's flake. True Blue. And at PNN Bank, discover the power of and. Sport can be good on a Saturday. It can be great on a Sunday. But it's bloody awesome on a Barramundi. Adrian Barrich, welcome back for 2023, hey. sir. Hey, thanks, Pete. Pete loves seeing me because he knows it's the signal that footy's back. Footy's <laughs> back, <laughs> baby. Barra's back. Mate, back. No one's more excited than me. I've yeah. never worked so hard as when footy season is on because <laughs> I have to come up with some really – I do a lot of research on these questions. Bit of diversity as well. Uh, 90,000 Thursday night will be at the MCG for the opening game, Richmond-Carlton, and then – Friday night will be another 90,000 at the MCG, Collingwood, Geelong. But I just wanted to say for the record off the top, it was not me that was not happy with Ed Sheeran. I just want to clear that up because I was there and I thought it was magnificent. Greatest spectacle I've seen at Optus. Better than the AFL Grand Final, I reckon. And what a talent. Oh. What a talent he is. Sarah, you've been, mm. lately you said the UFC was the best event you've seen and now well, Ed best... Sheeran's better than the football. I mean, look out. I tell you what, the I reckon Ed's gone past the UFC. But anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. But that, now they've down the Optus has got 11 days to get the stadium ready for footy, basically, mm. mm-hmm. because it's uh, Frio versus North on Saturday week and then West Coast and the Giants on Sunday week. So... They had all those plastic um, tiles out, didn't they, Pete? All those rubber tiles. Yes, so that they was good. did. That, yeah. should, that should sort it. That should be sweet. They're Protecting the, gl- yeah. the grass, <laughs> which the, is fantastic. The weight of 17,000 people standing in that area, I feel like it's going to have an impact <laughs> no, on no, the No, 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 we'll be fine. We'll no, be fine. Sweet. We'll be we're sweet. We're sweet. Yep. Australia. Hey, uh, so, okay, so that's the reason why both teams are playing away uh, for round mm-hmm. one. Now, just quickly, let's touch on the Eagles. Um, 
prediction for the season, mate. Well, How do you reckon? I'm a little bit concerned. They're going to be much better, of course, because they had a, a horror. It was the horror year of all horror years for them. Mm. Two wins. At this stage last year, they'd lost three players already. They'd lost Yo, Sheed, and Chesser with ankle injuries. Jack Darling hadn't been tra- had been training away from the club. He missed round one as well. And then they had a series of injuries and COVID hit, and then they lost players. They had to play waffle players. So they had this season... Is it Anis Horribilis? I think I hope I said <laughs> that. Yeah, that's the right. Is, it, is that right? Because right. yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess that up. But, <laughs> but, yeah, no, the pronunciation on that first one can go anywhere. So, <laughs> so, the, so the first thing is they will improve, probably not enough to play finals. And I am worried, really worried about their first game, which is against North Melbourne. The bottom team, they've got the new super coach. There'll be a lot of hype, a lot of excitement. It's at Marvel. Nick Nat probably won't play. I'll tell you what, they dropped that and it's a horrible start mm. too. So, but But... Things will improve. They'll have sort of eight to ten wins somewhere around there. Okay. Uh, and the Fremantle Dockers, mate. It's a mouth-watering set of clashes to kick off the season. So, it is. v St Kilda under Ross Lyon I, I know. for round one, and then North Melbourne in round two with Griffin Logue. Yes, uh, yes, exactly right. So I reckon back-to-back wins for Fremantle. Um, I'm almost confident that I can almost say that that will happen. It, it's it's always tough travelling first week, but. They look so good, Fremantle, that I just think they, they're knocking on the door. In their, in their strategic plan, they have to win a premiership by 2025. So the t- clock's ticking. The window's open. They should have just made that plan off. earlier and made it like, by 2020. Seems, seems like it was a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> Why weren't you there in the room when they were coming Where up were you the strategic, strategic plan? plan Honestly, today? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's a real, it's a real meeting there. of the minds, isn't it? <laughs> You're beautiful. I love it. All right. Thank you, Barra. There you guys. Great to see you again. I have goosebumps. You uh, loved it. Absolute goosebumps. Uh, just thinking back to last night and Ed Sheeran. It was absolutely phenomenal. Mix 94.5 is Pete, Matt and Kimbers. Over 70,000 people packed that stadium to see, and I will I will throw this down today and I will stand by this, mm. one of the most talented musicians I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he's fantastic. The guy was just, he was up there with his guitar, I'll say guitars, mm-hmm. right, because he just kept swapping guitars for every song, and a loop pedal. Yeah, for for a loop pedal, for anybody who doesn't know, that's about as live as it gets because he was making all of his own beats. Like he'd start with a strum. Yeah, he's not playing to a backing track. No, and then that strum would loop, and then he'd beatbox a little bit, and that would loop and add to the song. And then he had layer upon layer upon layer upon layer, and in between, it was so cool because he was telling all of these amazing stories. So that song, for example, Celestial, which you just heard, Mm -hmm. he dropped this. So I went into the offices, they showed me the new game, and then the head of Pokemon said to me. We want you to write a song for Pokemon. And in my head, I was like, yeah, of course. And then when I walked out, I was like, what does that even sound like? Well, like this. See tonight, Every song came with some incredible stories. I like that. Yeah. That's what people want when they see a live artist. You want what you're not going to get on the record. And he just genuinely, you can just tell that he genuinely loves it. You know yeah. what I mean? And he's just so thankful for being able to do what it is that he does. Yeah, he's a dude. Um, he was up there. He was wearing a big Perth shirt, had Perth on the front, uh, you know, and then... Um, you reckon he went and picked that up from, like, the souvenir shop in Frio? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. In London Court. A couple of koala keychains uh, key and stuff like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's one thing I've got to get up Perth a little bit about, right? Um, and look, I'll put my hand up and say I'm not the best at this either. Yeah. But when he was getting trying to chase a bit of crowd interaction... 
Oh, yeah, we, we give nothing. Well, take a listen to this. <laughs> I mean, that's 18. Like, that is... Everyone knew that song. That's classic Ed, right? Yeah. But anyway, I mean, you can't, you can't go people for... Not wanting to do, you know, you're there to see the star and all oh, that. You sort of should have stuff, heard so. the encore that people were going for Harry Styles. I mean, Harry came out to about a couple of. Those. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, you're just going to have to come out, buddy, because if you're waiting for Perth to give you an encore clap, it's never going to come. There were. It was a great night. There were a heap of people. Um, it was definitely worth going. Uh, there was one bloke who I feel like wasn't all that interested. Oh. And he was dragged the guy, along by someone. Well, he was the guy working the merch stand. Oh. Right now, I <laughs> no. now I have a thing where we go to concerts. I get the tour book, oh, okay, do you? with all the pictures in do it and all that sort of I stuff. Don't, I must admit, I don't know many people who get the tour book. You know, I collect all the tour books because for me, it's like okay, one day years down the track, we're going to have a stack of them sitting in our house somewhere, mm-hmm. and I know it's just going to be an evening where me and Liz sit down with a couple of wines and go. I remember Beyonce. I remember when we saw Pink at RAC Arena. I mean, there's oh, Ed Sheeran so cool. and all that. I went up to the merch stand. And the guy standing is like, hey, mate, here you go. I was like, yeah, good. Um, can I get a tour book, please? And he goes, uh, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll have a tour book, please. And he goes, I'm going to have to cut those out of the plastic. No one's ordered one yet. No bulldust. He goes like this. He goes, are you sh- it's 40 bucks. Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah. No, I, was like, I really like it. I'd appreciate it. Like, I collect it. And he's like, and he goes, you don't want anything else? Like, it's just pictures. Like, that's this, I swear <laughs> to God, this is what this guy said. It's just pictures. And I, I was like, no, I, like, I'd appreciate it. It's a thing that I, and I, like, I handed over my card and got the book and walked away. I was just kind of like, oh, God, that guy. He felt bad selling it to yeah, you. It was so, that poor bloke. I've lost my microphone. That poor bloke. I felt sorry for him. He's telling people this morning, you're not going to believe what this guy bought last <laughs> he night. He bought a $40 insurance book. <laughs> uh, no, it was a cracking concert. And then, um, obviously, waiting on the train on the way home. It was one other thing. Did anyone do a sing-along in the train? No, there was Did no. Did they start Ed Sheeran There was acoustics? no sing-along on the train, but there was a collective... Oh, you've got to be joking. When the um, the platform guy, the VO, came over the top and went, sorry for the delay in trains, we're just having trouble getting some over to platform six. Oh, no. And there was like thousands of people just standing on that platform <laughs> waiting to get onto the Armadale line, us included. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. But no, it was worth it. it was you got home. Thing. Got Everything's home. okay. Everything's okay. We're here today. It was thank worth you, it. And uh, thank you, Ed. We hope you enjoyed your time here in Perth. Am I ready? The HBF Run for a Reason is on Sunday, May 21. Enter now at hbfrun.com.au. And with Pete, Matt and Kimber, here's a bit of Monday motivation on Mix 94.5. Yeah, thanks so much, mates, at HBF. Uh, just a little something-something every Monday morning, Kim, but just to kickstart your week and your day. We're getting motivation, aren't we? Because goodness knows we have to find it outside of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you what, Farah, how's this for a bit of motivation? Um, 1.4 million followers on Instagram, the co-founder of Keep It Cleaner, and this podcast, which is on our listener network, L-I-S-T-N-R, if you want to go and check it out. It's the Kick Pod podcast, K-I-C, for kick, and we're speaking with Steph Claire Smith. Over more than six million downloads since launch, so definitely knows how to get people up and about. <laughs> how are you, Steph? Oh, thank you. I'm well. I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good, Steph. You're described as a fitness enthusiast. I'd <laughs> I'd be satisfied with just a fitness kind of go get them, give it a crack. <laughs> how how do we get ourselves into that mindset if we are not naturally kind of chasing that fitness dream? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, first of all, motivation is not there every single day. I can say that even um, as someone who may come across as someone who's got it all together with a bit of a routine, I do have to talk myself into it nine out of ten times. So (laughs) please, please take the pressure off, you know, being able to wake up every morning and feeling motivated to move your body because I don't think anyone is that way inclined. But I do do some things that help me, um, I suppose, remove some of the barriers that usually kind of become excuses as to, you know, not moving my body. I really subscribe to something that KickPod does, and that's the five to 10 minute workout, because I'm one of the generation that, you know, 15 years ago was going to the gym with all of my cousins and my mates and thinking that we had to spend two hours in the gym every single day to keep fit and grow and all of that sort of stuff. And um, I tried doing that like the last few years and just about burnt myself out and have now mm. found out that I can get just as much by just eating right and getting up first thing in the morning and spending 15 minutes doing a good solid workout, but just making sure I'm consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, um, the only times that I've actually been able to stay in routine and, and kind of sustain something is when it's been accessible and, and sustainable. So it's like if you're trying to work out for up to an hour and you're trying to do it at the gym, like there's obviously travel time involved in that. It's really hard to kind of fit it all in. And health is something that we do need to prioritize, but it does add, you know, some time into your schedule. So what, what we try and do at Kick is try and make healthy living um, a little bit more accessible to those. So if you do want to work out at home, you've got an option. You've got a PT in your pocket. If you want to work out for 40 minutes, you can absolutely do that with different workouts. But if you also only have five to 10 minutes or if you're a mum at home with a, with a toddler that's in a nap and you haven't got that much time on your hands but you want to do something quickly, like those shorter um, workouts are super beneficial, not just for your physical health but your mental health too. It's really important that you're still giving back to yourself. And, yeah, working out what, what works for you and what healthy means to you because it really does mean something different um, for everyone. And so you just got to find your feel-good. And once you do and you actually enjoy the workouts that you're following, you are going to be more motivated to actually get them done. If you're trying to force yourself into an exercise type that you don't enjoy, the motivation is never really going to be there. Hey, uh, Steph, if people want to follow your stuff, where are we going? So on Instagram, keep it cleaner, um, at keep it cleaner. And um, you can find out more information about kick, keep it cleaner.com, or you can download the app on the Apple app store or Google play store. <laughs> and of course, uh, catch up with Steph and Laura all the time, anytime on demand, kick pod on the listener app. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you. Mix 94.5.